Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We have 10 games to go, ladies and gentlemen, and it's only going to get more intense from here. So why don't you come on in and join the official podcast of Jay's Journal, presented by Minute Media and Stadium Scene. Welcome to Jaybird Watching with my normal cast of characters, Adam Corsair in Rhode Island and Craig Borden in Rochester. Gentlemen, how are you? Nailed that intro, bro. Thank you. Thank you. I got all professional and I kind of got in a zone. I'm like, man, I'm just going to fucking roll with this. Let's go. (laughs) But yeah, all is well, man. Come on. It's it's only pouring rain out most of the day today. It's finally sunny. We're all good now. (laughs) So I I have to ask this before we get into obviously the twin series and obviously the series that wrapped up today with the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, The one part, the one question I got to ask you is, um, Last night in the ninth inning when Jordan Romano got two quick outs and then he loaded the bases and Joey Wendell hit that ball that just went foul that would have A, tied it, and B, may have scored the winning run just based on where it was going to go. Um, how do you guys have, do you guys have any bodily fluids left in there? Like, are you all out of shit or uh, are you all out of puke or what's like, what's the deal? Like because I was, I was drained. <laughs> Excellent. No crying in baseball, Brennan. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I jumped up in the air and then landed down on the floor after I saw that it went foul. I was like, oh, thank goodness. And then there was another scare, and that was that. But, yeah, it was uh, – that's just a sign of things to come the rest of the way out. And, unfortunately, the Blue Jays lost today 7-1. to one. We'll get into the Kevin Kiermaier situation. We'll get into the plunking by Ryan Barucki that happened, what, half an hour ago, if that, uh, and the fallout from all of that. But let's start by diving into the Minnesota Twins series, gentlemen. That was a series win, two out of three. That was what? The Blue Jays' eighth or ninth or tenth? Something like that series win in a row since that series that they played the Tigers at Comerica Park. Um, And, Craig, we'll start with you here. Uh, They took two out of three. Um, They did their job. A sweep would have been lovely because that's just extra wins to play with in your back pocket. But, yeah. I think the biggest storyline coming out of that twin series is the fact that a, the game that they lost was yet again at the hands of Hunjin Ryu. And he subsequently went on the injured list. After that, we talked last week about how you would shape up your playoff rotation. And if Hunjin Ryu even gets a spot in there and I was dead set against it, but I am very open to that not being a thing anymore uh, after seeing that. So Craig, um, what is the fallout from this? Obviously there's t- 10 games left after this. Ryu could be activated. I think what it's next week at some point, uh, whenever this turn of the rotation comes around. So that'd be what Tuesday against the Yankees in one of the biggest games of the, yeah, Tuesday of next week against the Yankees. So, I don't know. Do you want to throw Hunjin Ryu out there against the Yankees in a massive series, considering that he's coming off an injury and poor performance? Or uh, what do you do the next time this spot of the rotation comes around? Are you really feeling that much better about pitching Ross Stripling after today? No, just, I know. Just saying. <laughs> but 
it, it, to me, it's one of those things I'm rolling the dice with with Ryu. He's supposedly your guy, you know, and he's been one of those. I, I honestly wonder how much he's been pitching hurt over the last month and nobody really too. knew about it. And if he gets this rest, maybe this is what finally tips him back into the ballpark here where he's on level with something that we were used to seeing from Hyunjin Ryu. So I really think that they just got to roll him out there because he is your best option when he comes back. And it will be a turn against, like you said, the Yankees. It's going to be very important. Do you really want to throw? I'd rather have him start that game and be on a short leash and then have to worry about bringing Ross Stripling and company to, you know, hopefully stay in that game. But I'm also hoping that we dust the Yankees before that and we don't have to worry about this shit. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. But I'm still going to roll with Ryu during that game. But I agree that like with what we were all talking about last week, that he has a very destined spot for this Blue Jay bullpen in the playoffs. Adam, where are you going next Tuesday when Ryu's spot comes around again? It really depends on um, how the Blue Jays perform this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that I trust Ryu to pitch against the Yankees, right? That's the first game of the Yankee series? Yep. Yeah. Um, that makes me a little apprehensive. Um, stripling isn't that much better. Um, but... I've seen, how do I put this? In recent times, I haven't, like, and since returning from injury, stripling and whatnot, I haven't seen that same, uh, you know, sort of intensity and uh, quality of pitching that we saw from him that sort of wowed us. Remember, we were all about, hey, he's got one more start, and then all of a sudden he's, uh, he, he lit it up again. Um, I just don't know that I trust Ryu. But if you're comparing it to Stripling, I guess you have to. And I don't like that. <laughs> Neither makes me at all comfortable. Um, I'm open for other options if you want to go I for just, it. I but. just don't know where it is. Like, it's a Thomas Hatch. That's the only other one that you could consider at that point, right? Yeah, I'm all set there. Um, <laughs> Tell me how you really feel about it. Yeah. <laughs> are, are we super opposed to another Merriweather opener? Yes. Okay. I, at least me. I didn't like his command today at all. Uh, I know we got out of it unscathed and didn't give up a run, but he does not have the same command he did in the four appearances that he had back in uh, April. I just, I, I know it's a hot button issue, and I know a lot of, there are a lot of Ryu stands out there. I just, I think he's washed. I think there's something up. I, I think this is a phantom IL stint. I think it's, uh, I don't want to put it out there. Because I have any evidence of it, I don't. But I don't know, sticky stuff, man. I'm <laughs> saying it, it's it's possible. So that's how with Robbie Raymore because clearly he wasn't using the sticky yeah. stuff. He yeah, no kidding. It. That's probably the biggest series, you know, coming up. I, the Minnesota series is. I'm looking at that as a gimme. I didn't really think the Tampa Bay series was that pivotal that we just concluded because I think we all thought it was going to be. Uh, kind of in the race favor. And as long as the Yankees did what they were doing, which they still are, um, we weren't that worried. But that Yankee series is pivotal, and you cannot aff- – the, the margin for error is so slim. So in that respect, maybe it's a hot take. I'm leaning stripling. But how much? Are we talking like 2% more? Or- <laughs> Because it feels like a 50 50 Yeah, if that. It's like when you look at your Yahoo fantasy football projections and you're projected yeah. to win 48.2%. You're like, all right, I'm winning totally. I can get back from <laughs> I this. I don't know what you guys think. And I'm starting Tim Tebow every week. Yeah, <laughs> it's still a toss. <laughs> that, I'm just slightly leaning stripling because it's going to be at home. Um, his command seems to be a little bit better. Um, I'm just hoping to recapture that magic. Ryu, I, I do not buy the sprained neck or whatever. I don't think it has anything to do with that. I think it's in between the ears. Well, wasn't there also general arm soreness a couple of weeks ago that he was reported to be having, and that's why he got pulled out of his last good start when he was cruising and only went six innings? So I think he's a little worn down, to be honest, because it's been very rare over his career that he has pitched like every turn through the rotation, and for the most part, he's done that up until this point. So... 
I don't know if it's a combination of a neck. Who knows? It could be phantom IL stuff just to give him a breather and be like, hey, we just don't want you out there for a little while. Just get yourself right and get yourself right mentally and, and fix yourself. Um, or if there's a combination of a few things because it, it looks like a vastly different pitcher than what he did before the All-Star break. He doesn't look like the ace anymore. I think uh, we, we got into it last week. It's a very legitimate case to be made. He has been their worst starter in the month of September and even at the back end of August as well. Matz has been better. Barrios has been better. Robbie Ray has been Robbie Ray. Um, and yeah, Alec Manoa has been simply incredible uh, and a godsend to this rotation. So yeah, that's concerning. Um, they do have that off day on Monday that they could play around with things. So who starts tomorrow? Steven Matz with that off day, you could start Matz on Tuesday if Ryu isn't ready to go. So you could skip over your, your fourth starter and then you'd go Matz, that would line up Barrios for Wednesday and Robbie Ray for Thursday. And that would still keep Barrios in line for game 162, I think, on um, uh, what is it on Sunday, if uh, if that is the case. Actually, yeah. Anyways, it's going to be interesting to see how they play that. And uh, a lot of it obviously has to do with how they do against the Twins this upcoming weekend. And we'll get into that in a little bit. Was there anything else? I think. Sorry, Craig, go ahead. To that point about you mentioning that he's not the ace that we needed him to be, but he doesn't need to be an ace anymore at the moment. We just need him to get us some solid innings. If he gives me five innings in that next start, gives up only a couple runs against the Yankees, and we can actually manage to get some offense, that's still a win. Yeah. You know? That's what we need from him right now. Yeah, I'm I'm not a fan of it to start off because then you have to win the next two. Your cushion is gone. Like, especially if he's performing the way he has been, your cushion is gone. Um, I, I like the so- idea of starting Matt's if we can find that out. Matt's and that would give be him a, a couple yeah. extra days. Yeah. So, though, that, yes. that, that, that's where it gets interesting. And I thought, so Barrio starts Friday, right? And then you go Ray Manoa. Uh, you have your off day Monday and you go back to Matt's. That puts Barrios in line for Wednesday. That would be short rest for a potential game 162. Um, so I'm not sure how they're going to manage that. And that would actually line up Steven Matz for the last game of the regular season, which would be interesting at that point. So, yeah, they have some tough calls to make in terms of what's going to happen with the way they lay out the rotation. But I don't know, guys. I mean, the twin series, I think that went just as we expected. I think we all kind of hoped for a sweep just because they're weaker opponent. Ryu obviously didn't start very well. Josh Donaldson burned them quite a bit on Friday. Uh, and everybody was starting to think. Just on to Saturday. say I was right. Yeah, right. You were. <laughs> and, and he almost did it again Saturday when they got off to the early lead and he hits two run homer again. I'm like, oh shit, this guy is going to single-handedly keep them out of the postseason. And he has another opportunity to do it again for four games this week at his home ballpark. But I don't know. Was there anything else you guys wanted to add on to? The uh, the twin series there pretty as expected. Matt's went and pitched well on Saturday. Barrios pitched well on Sunday during NFL Sunday and whatnot. Was there anything else you guys wanted to add on to the twin series? No, no, it, it was it's a nice little. I don't want to say a cushion, but it's exactly what the Jays need. And coming out of this series, which I'm sure we're going to get into, uh, a four game stint against Minnesota is exactly what the Jays need to yes, it get is. right. Yeah. Yep, hundred percent. I just want to point out a point here that was, um, I think, a little bit bigger than sports that was going on in the Rogers Center with Josh Donaldson coming home. I don't know if you guys saw it, but that highlighted them changing, Vladdy and him changing jerseys at the end of the game. That was one of the coolest things I've ever seen, you know, because baseball players don't do that. That is such a football thing, and it's been engraved in that. I know it's bled into basketball a little bit, too, but the fact that they took, not only did the jersey exchange, but they took time to sign each of their jerseys before they exchanged, I thought that was really cool. And um, was that kind of like the official passing of the torch that we didn't get during the fact that we didn't get to see Josh Donaldson in his last season as a blue Jay. Right. So it was really, really cool. And then as much as it sucks to lose that to the twins, I I'm not shocked that he went off during that series. Josh Donaldson's career in the Rogers center has been something incredible. Even before he was a blue Jay playing with those few series against the Oakland A's. So he just knows how to match in that ballpark. So them finding a few other runs on top of that to be able to put the blue Jays away for one game. And honestly, guys, they played us tough two out of those three games. So it was good to see that they were um, not sitting on their heels, hoping to just expecting to win that game and feel entitled to run into the wild card. So, and now that they split this whole kind of like last few series with the Rays, we were happy with the fact that we, you know, took it to them the last series. But boys, we got right back to where we were kind of hoping and praying that we were going to be. 
in those series is right now. So, yeah. hey, things could be a lot worse, and we're right in the neck of it. Yeah, uh, by a lot worse, they could have gotten swept in this series against the Tampa Bay Rays, and they'd be, what, right now a half game back uh, or a game and a half no, back? Probably a game and a half, game probably, and a half because they're going to, depending on how things play out tonight, it's the half game. They'd be half game back, yeah. So, yeah, let's move on to the Rays series, because obviously that's where the majority of the talking points are going to come from, considering the series just wrapped up uh, an hour ago. Um, they took two out of, th- or they they lost two out of three. I wish they took two out of three. That would have hmm. been fantastic. But I think last week when we were doing our record predictions, um, Craig, you had it, you had it bang on. You said three and three. I think Adam and I went four and two in some sort of combination, whether that was a sweep and winning one game, whatever it was. Um, Craig, you hit the nail on the head. But Adam, I want to start with you here. What that was probably the most typical Tropicana Field series you can get, right? Because you have your game on Monday where you're down early. Um, and you're down six, two, um, you mount a bit of a comeback and you get screwed over by the umpiring on a phantom strike call, which led to Valera, not even swinging a bat in that whole AB should have been six, five should have brought George Springer up to the plate in that scenario. And who knows what would have happened? I know Springer hasn't been his normal self with the knee, although it does look like that's getting stronger. There's been yep. a lot of better looking at bats uh, the last couple of days for George Springer. And he wasn't wearing a brace today, but still, you never know what could happen. That guy has a knack for theatrics. But Adam, I don't know, Monday and then Tuesday last night, they did win, but it was like had to pull out absolutely everything to win that game last night. So why don't we start with the first two games of that series? Typical trop or what? Yeah, I, I think it was the Monday game. Is that the Monday? Was it Kiermaier who um, didn't touch third on the way back to second? Yeah, yeah it was. I, I was thinking to myself, I was like, oh, man, the, the Rays are going to get tropped in the trop. Yes. Like, this, this is going to happen. And I thought that, too. Yeah, I thought that maybe the, the luck was swinging. Obviously, that wasn't the case because the Blue Jays lost the game. But, um, yeah, I, I guess you could say it was a typical Tropicana Field game for the Blue Jays. It didn't look like they were humming even though they've won the second of the three and you know it was relatively close at some portions of the game on monday but it just didn't feel like the blue jays were in it and maybe that's just a recency bias because of today's game how it was just so deflating it reminded me of the uh second game in the postseason against them last year it was just kind of like all right let's just watch this for the fuck of it um but never know yeah, it it just had a whole bad vibe, and I know we're going to unpack it later. I had a whole bad vibe um, about it since finding out about the the card that Kiermaier stole. Um, it just, it, there, there was tension, and there was just a, a bad feeling throughout the series. And oddly enough, they, like I said, they won last night's game, so that, I guess that was their quote-unquote retaliation Barely. until today. <laughs> yeah, um, it just didn't sit right. I don't know. It, it doesn't make me lose confidence in the team heading, you know, for their postseason uh, aspirations. But it definitely does give me pause to say there's a clear gap between teams like the Rays and the Blue Jays. And although the Blue Jays might be good enough to make a wild card, I don't know that they're necessarily good enough to make an extended run, especially if they make the wild card, win the wild card, and then have to face the Rays like for a five game <laughs> series. Like I'm I'm. Maybe they'll take one of those, but I'm not confident they can get by it just based on this series alone. Again, recency bias, maybe, you know, because previously we were talking last week about how that uh, series win was so uplifting. They can hang. I get it. But it just shows that when games matter and this mattered to the race today because they yep. took the AL East. Um, I don't know that the Jays are a complete finished product quite yet and i think that was illuminated especially in this series craig there is a difference to losing like we have been you know in these series like this right though and then being able to carry a playoff team through a wild card a birth anyway sorry Hmm. um there's so much condensed in playoff baseball especially the pitching right those couple starters like we were talking about if we go to the playoffs right now we're carrying robbie ray Barrios and Manoa all day, every day. So that frees up Rio, Ryu and Mats to be those guys to come in and be the lawn guy in those games and hopefully keep some of those weird games closer. So I agree with you. Yes, that sucks that what, what just happened to this series against the Rays. But the fact that I think our team, if we get to the dance, we have the right tools to run through some stuff here. Yeah. And 
I, we've talked about this. And I think I made this analogy before. This team screams the freaking Marlins of 1997, I think it was, when they mm. played the Indians. Yeah. Yeah. To me, with that team that they had, they had just enough p- pitching. Guys, the third pitcher on that team was Wilson Alvarez, who got was a guy that was great for the, the uh, White Sox for a few years and then didn't do anything after that season again. It was enough for them to be able to run through it. We have a better pitching lineup than with our three guys than we do the, those teams did. There's been so many teams, and the Marlins have done it twice. They've never won their division and ran through the freaking World Series and took it home. So with the amount of offense we have and have the right bullpen with that stuff being off shifted from our starting rotation, I just need the ticket to the dance. They have to come up big here in the next 10 games and they have everything. I think playing in the right direction for them you can tell they're young and hungry, but I do agree with you that this is not ideal by any means. And the fact that if this team was a little, they've done the right moves to keep it contending, but they had those big pieces that they can have, you know, acquire this off season and push this thing to be just as good as the Rays. There is, a, like you said, Adam, a distinct gap between these teams that are basically the best teams in baseball and that next tier where the Blue Jays are currently residing. But yeah. Yeah. to that point, I think that things in playoff baseball do get leveled out and played up a little bit here. And I think that's where the Blue Jays have to hurry up and figure out to get to the dance, get Robbie Ray in that wild card game and just drive this fucking thing home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Adam, go ahead. Yeah. No, I was gonna say, don't get me wrong. I don't. It's not that I'm saying that they're doomed. If they oh, face I hear you. The Tampa I wasn't Bay trying Rays. to say like, that either. <laughs> yeah, it, it's certainly possible. You're right. Playoff baseball has a way of, you know, messing things up when it comes to projections and whatnot. I totally get it. And that's not to say that also. And I know you didn't say this either. But that's not for the listener. That's not to say that the Blue Jays can't get to the Rays level. They certainly can. I just don't know that they can do it quick enough to really make a postseason interesting obviously because you can't make any sort of additions or whatnot but i just there's a there's a clear gap and i don't know if it's a matter of you know just pieces need to be filled in the offseason that we can you know push ourselves to that point certainly possible i don't know if it's the fact that the jays may need a new manager i don't know it could be a number (laughs) of things but i i just think that right now there's a there's a gap but We've seen upsets before. We've seen Cinderella stories before. Who's to say that the Blue Jays couldn't take it all five games and win game five at the trop in dramatic fashion? Certainly possible. Do Am I going to bank on it? No, no, not at all. But is it possible? Of course, there's a non-zero percent chance. I just, when you look at the talent and the pitching, just the pitching that the Rays have, it's just, it's so envious right now. It really is. And I don't know and if you guys saw game? this. I don't know if you guys it's saw all this the other day, guys. but they will probably be able to ma- manipulate a way to get Shane Boz onto the playoff roster. Of the course. only way he can be added is an injury replacement and a commissioner's exempt. So they're going to go to Manfred and say, hey, Boz is replacing this guy who's injured. Come out of the playoff roster. And he was damn good on Monday. And that's just another arm that they're going to have that can either yep. start a game or go into the rotation. And yeah, it is incredibly frustrating the talent they have. But I want to touch on your thing about the gap a little bit, Adam, between the Blue Jays and the Rays, because it is evident. And I say that because they showed a graphic on sports, and I think it was either last night or today, is the Blue Jays were 8-10 and 10 against the Rays going into this game today. The margins of victory or losses were this thin. They were almost dead even in runs scored, almost dead even in terms of home runs and RBIs, almost dead even in terms of every other stat where it flipped a little bit in the Rays' favor was the Blue Jays had a better starters ERA than the Rays, but the Rays had a much better bullpen ERA than the Blue Jays. And that's where they typically lose games at the Trump when you can't hold one to two run leads, whereas the Rays can because they have those arms. So I think that's why we've seen in the past, like even last year's playoffs, even though, yeah, 60 games, they still got in. It was still called playoffs, still branded that. You still have the cool merch and everything like that. But I think that's why you have that Charlie Montoyo last year saying we want to play the Rays because we're just this close to being able to beat them and take them down. So I always go into this these series with a little bit of confidence in a way where I'm like, I know they're that close. You just need to either have that shutdown inning like they did last night and ended up winning and getting out of it. I know it was filled with heart attacks and whatnot, but they did. But that needs to happen more. And if it happens more, whether it's better bullpen arms, more clutch hitting, better defense, then that gap gets closer than it does. So 
I don't know. We'll touch on it if they get past the wild card round, if they even qualify for the playoffs. There's still 10 games to go. And going into that race series, I think there will be that confidence being like, we played them tough during the year. We have five games, not just three games this time. Let's see what we can do. So it'll be quite interesting. Anyways, uh, moving on to Tuesday. Tuesday was filled with controversy as we turned on SportsCenter uh, and Sportsnet Central. And it was discovered. I didn't notice it on Monday, to be honest. I don't know if you guys did either. Uh, but when Alejandro Kirk tagged Kevin Kiermaier out at the plate and he got up to go to the dugout, a piece, uh, a little card fell out of Alejandro Kirk's wristband. And that card apparently is one of the last things that the Blue Jays front office would want an opponent to get because it apparently lies out all the data, the way they like to pitch the Rays hitters, basically the Blue Jays pitching game plan against the Rays offense. Kevin Kiermeyer, who's down on the ground after getting tagged out, which is, I'm still trying to think why he even tried to score on that. Anyways, uh, he uh, was tagged. Yeah, right. He's tagged out the plate and he looks down and he sees that piece of paper, stares at it for a couple seconds. I think personally fully realizes what it was, picks it up, brings it back to the Rays dugout. Alejandro Kirk realizes, oh shit, I have, I'm not, I don't have my, uh, my playbook essentially, uh, or our game plan to attack these Rays hitters. They send a ball boy over to the Rays' dugout to go get it, and the Rays don't give it back. And apparently they had a very uh, sly joke and be like, well, we don't hit Robbie Ray anyways, so what do you need this for? Uh, so they finally got it back. The Blue Jays weren't happy going into Tuesday's game. They did win, but Arash Madani really played up the, oh, there might be fireworks tonight game because the Blue Jays are pissed off. That didn't happen, but let's get into it a little bit. Craig, where do you stand on this? Because I don't think I've seen Blue Jays Twitter more divided on this opinion uh, and topic in terms of is it cheating? Is it fair game? Because Kirk didn't protect that sensitive information well enough. Um, where do you fall on that? Because maybe we can have a little bit of debate on where this stands and if it's cheating or not. So why don't you kick things off? I wouldn't have said it was cheating as much to the point where they had to make it a super secret fucking operation to get it back <laughs> to the goddamn dugout because. Yeah. You watch that video, even in slow motion, frickin' Kiermaier's eyes are like, bang! <laughs> you know? And he knew exactly what it was. And then the shifty, like, we're doing a drug deal kind of thing going on to the, you know, other coach in the dugout. It, 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 to me, it just screams poor sportsmanship more than anything. You knew what that was. You had the balls to be a dick about it, and then you ran off with it. I'm not saying they had to go, hey, you know, you left your shit over here. But if you saw somebody that was within a walk that dropped a $100 bill and they're carrying a kid or, you know, whatever, I don't care what it is, and they drop shit, aren't you going to help the person? <laughs> you, can, you know, I don't know. To me, it's just more poor sportsmanship than uh, cheating. But to that point, I think they got the reality check this this afternoon. But whatever. <laughs> yeah, we'll unpack that a little bit, too. Adam, where do you stand on it? <laughs> Um, it, by definition, it can't be cheating if it's not against the rules. Yeah, there is no rule that says you have to give it back. You you have you can't be in possession of it. So to Craig's point, it is unsportsmanlike. Yep. It is unethical in a way. If we're talking sports ethics, if there exists such a thing. Um, having said that, though, and I I tweeted this out, and I believe this because I know how I would be. And I'm just maybe I'm just projecting my emotions and my response or theoretical response onto the fan base. If the roles were reversed, I'd be like, that's the brakes, bro. Tough shit. You <laughs> dropped it. Sorry. Like, that's I would have been baseball. a little bit more of a dick about it, though. I would have like taken that piece of paper and I'm like, ah, yeah. <laughs> and then ran away with it. Yeah. <laughs> if know? it was the exact same situation, though, I wouldn't I wouldn't be like, oh, man, like imagine if Kirk picked it up i'd be like oh man uh, this he should he's a he needs to give that back i'd be like no dude it was, it was it's you fair game it. it's yeah. fair game like i i would not at all be opposed to this so i don't believe that there is a single team that isn't looking for a competitive edge you should be looking for a competitive edge if it's within the constraints of the rules i think it's fair game it's just it's to me at its core, it's no different than sign stealing at second base. It yeah. really isn't. I mean, you if you pick up on a pattern or, you know, signaling pitches, whatever, uh, tipping your pitches, rather, if you pick up a pattern. Point, it's something physical rather than. Yes, yes. <laughs> but I'm saying, it, like, if, if it if accidentally falls and you pick it up, you have no obligation to give it back. 
Yeah. Should he give it back? Yes, yeah. I think he should. But if it was a Blue Jay and he didn't, if he said no, I'd be there being like, mm, yeah, fuck yeah, give it to the Rays. Yeah, take it. Take it and take all that information and win. That's what I would feel. So uh, I, I see why Blue Jays fans are upset, but it is not cheating. It yeah. is not cheating. And I, I'm saying this as a Blue Jays fan, it sucks. I, I wish it didn't happen. I wish it didn't accidentally pop out. I wish they got it back sooner, but that's the breaks. Sorry. Yeah. Deal with it. Play better. Yeah. Josh Donaldson style. Play better. Yeah. <laughs> on that note of play better, I think our friend AJ Andrews said this the best already on Twitter because she was uh, talking about Kevin Kiermeyer's post-game interview. And oh, it was an intentional. It was a weak move, I thought, is what Kevin Kiermeyer basically says, right? Oh, I'd say going over six while knowing exactly how the Blue Jays are going to pitch you is a pretty weak move. <laughs> yeah. Hey, sir. Uh, so maybe they didn't actually look at the card a little bit. Who that was the one that Kirk had to drop. Yes. <laughs> yes. That was the fake one, actually. Um, but no, you guys basically summed it up how Joe Settle summed it up yesterday on Blue Jays Central. He said it's not cheating. Cheating would be going over into the Blue Jays dugout behind their backs and taking a binder straight from their dugout. That's their property in there. If you drop it on the floor anywhere, you drop a $20 bill at a bar, you walk away and you forget about it. If I see it down there, I'm like, yeah, fuck, free beers Fair for me. That's uh, yep. 20 bucks. You, there's nobody here to claim it. Alejandro Kirk wasn't there to claim it. He wasn't there to say, hey, that's mine. He did realize it later. And yeah, I mean, you didn't get it back. Should they have given it back then? Probably. And not been dicks about it and said, oh, well, we oh. can't hit Robbie Ray anyways. But um, yeah, I don't think it's cheating. I think I'd probably say maybe about 60% of Blue Jays Twitter feels that way, whereas 40% think it is cheating and that Kevin Kiermaier sucks. Uh, he does suck lately as a baseball player. Uh, but you know what? It's, it's fair game in my mind. I, I don't see anything wrong with it. It sucks. And to your point, Adam, it does maybe cross the line a little bit. It's unethical, but there's no written rules in the books that you can't take a piece of information that's accidentally dropped onto the floor uh, or at home plate. So is what it is. So that happened. The Blue Jays ended up winning their game. We touched it at the top. Uh, it was very stressful, and that set them up for the one series for the one win in the series that we kind of expected them to get. Usually, when they go into the trap, you probably lose two or three, and you win one. And last night's win solidified that they would not leave Tropicana Field more than half a game down if the Yankees are successful in winning tonight. So the Blue Jays had an opportunity today, this afternoon. Uh, with a bullpen day, Julian Merriweather as an opener and Ross Stripling coming in as a bulk guy to win the series, like they typically tend to do at uh, Tropicana Field and very rarely end up winning it, except for earlier this year. But still, they had a chance to win it. They could have finished the series, uh, the season series 9 and 10, which would have been very respectable. They would have actually had a winning record. I think it was either winning record or 500 record at the Trop had they won today, which would have been a pretty big accomplishment, uh, to say the least given that it's a house of horrors, but everything went completely wrong. Ross Stripling didn't pitch well. Julie Merriweather didn't pitch well. The bullpen kind of stabilized a little bit, but the offense didn't do anything against uh, the Rays pitching, unfortunately so. But the big storyline coming out of this game, gentlemen, is that there was, an hour ago, retaliation at Kevin Kiermeyer. What was it, the 8th? The bottom yeah. of the 8th, Ryan mm -hmm. Barucki is in the game, and he throws at Kevin Kiermeyer. Barucki has said in his post-game interview that it slipped. It wasn't intentional. Kevin Kiermeyer is now saying, of course, it was intentional. And I hope we play them in the playoffs and meet them there. So there's some potential fun if the Blue Jays meet the Rays in the division series coming up. But um, I want to get where you guys stand on this topic, too, because, again, Blue Jays Twitter is very divided. Uh, about 50-50 uh, on this, maybe 60-40. Adam, was it right to hit Kevin Kiermeyer? Was it stupid? Was it? Hey, that's what you did. We're getting back at you for doing that. Like, I don't know where you guys stand on this. I know where I do. Uh, but uh, why don't you leave that one off, Adam? Sure. Um, I I just feel bad for Nate Pearson because he clearly wasn't ready to pitch. Um, <laughs> but uh, you knew it was going to happen in a moment, and I think uh, Buck said this. It was going to happen when the game was out of reach or. On either side, either they were losing big or winning big. They weren't going to do it on um, last night. They weren't going to do it on Tuesday night because, you know, they, it was it was way too close and you don't want to jeopardize things there. Um, in a vacuum, do I think it was the right thing to do? 
that's not my call. I'm not a professional athlete. I don't know how to evaluate these things. I don't know what clubhouse culture is like. That the whole team is a family. They have a different set of rules and a different set of guidelines on how to retaliate and how to protect each other and how to go about mis, uh, misgivings that they experience from another team. Um, it's an unwritten rule in baseball that you pay a price and the price is usually a, a bean right to the back. Um, if that's how it, it turns out, it, it, which it obviously did, I'm not going to sit here and judge whether or not it was right or wrong in a vacuum. Given the fact in this, you know, every all the details around it, we're in a playoff race. Margin for error is super slim, as we've been talking about. All hands on deck. I don't know that it was worth it because Ryan Barucki is definitely going to get suspended. Yeah. Charlie Montoyo might get suspended. Which whatever. Pete Walker too. Yeah, Pete Walker might get suspended. And we're heading, and I know we're facing the Twins, and it should be a winnable series. But you need to win every game. You need to have all hands on deck. You need all the bullpen arms you can get. Is Barucki going to be this make-or-break player for the Jays and out of the bullpen? Probably not, but you just never know. Maybe you need someone. Maybe you're short a bullpen guy, and you have to throw out an infielder. I think es- uh, did Espinal pitch earlier this year or so? Oh, yeah, he yeah. did. <laughs> <Yeah>. You never <laughs> know. Like, yeah, it might have to be a situation like that. I just I don't think it was wise in terms of where they are currently. Um, you save that for next year. Um, just like how the Rangers retaliated against Jose Bautista in 2016. Yes. Right. It, it, they had plenty of time to retaliate. Um, I, I just think given the fact that we're in a playoff race, it was unwise. But that being said, I'm not a professional athlete. I can't evaluate these things like they do. I'm just a, a fan. I'm just someone watching from his couch and, you know, evaluating the world's most amazing athletes and making myself believe that I can match their talent. I can't. Um, so that being said, it's a gray area for me. If it was the Rays, would I be mad? If, again, if the Blue Jays stole the play card and the J- Rays retaliated and they did that to the Blue Jays, would I be mad? I'd probably be annoyed. I'd probably be complaining about it, but I would probably forget about it. And it, I guess what's great about this is we're legitimately getting a rivalry out of this. This is a legitimate rivalry now. Yeah, and it's, it's only just, been a tease for a long, 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 yeah, long, it long is. <laughs> Now the AL East, the everybody's Jays? at each other's throats holding the knife. Yeah. <laughs> remember it was the Jays and Orioles for that like two so years? Fun. That was yeah. so, That was a fun this, time. This could be a longer one, right? Because everyone's so young. Especially oh, if they yeah. beat the playoffs to the second. Yeah, field. yeah. Bring it on. I, I, that's that's I, the the other positive. Honestly, we don't the become the Texas team. Rangers in this equation. We are completely fine. I'll use the inverse Bautista thing on that. It's better to freaking uh, you know have your card stolen in September than to be beaten in freaking uh, October, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where do you sit on that, Rick? So, I. Rocky legit says that he it, the ball slipped out of his hands and the, there was some reaction there that wants me to believe that. But I also it, if it did slip out of my hand. Oh, well, fuck it. I, I'm fine with it now. OK, I hit Kiermaier. Great. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's one of those things in hindsight I wouldn't care about. But uh, to your point, Adam, it was as much as that might have been the thing that they wanted. You know, somebody thought it was a good idea to do and they did it. Was this the best time to be doing that? Okay, you were losing by six runs. Okay, I can see why you might have thought about doing it. But to that point, you, I, I'm worried about what's happening tomorrow morning when this all settle settles. Yeah. To that point, you mentioned about Montoyo and everybody. You might finally get to see how John Schneider is for a series. Just saying. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you into the next manager. Yeah. Yeah. So, Adam, to your point, you maybe you get your wish on that whole idea. <laughs> there you so, go. Wish list coming early. That's right. I just it, like I said to, to watch it. Pete Walker got every cent of that to uh, quote Keegan Matheson. <laughs> so, and they're, they're, so him and Montoyo are pro- probably in for just as much trouble as Baraki's going to get into in this situation. And that's not what we need in the middle of a playoff race. Yes, we are playing the Minnesota Twins the next four y- th- days, but we saw it this last series. Two thirds of those games, the Twins were in them. So. <laughs> or won them. Yeah. But 
I, I'm with you. We need all hands on deck. And this is a, if you want to beat them, beat them on scoreboard situation more than anything to be. Or hold off and beat them in the DS if you get there. Because in my mind, you get there, you beat them. That's slaying the dragon on the way to get the princess. And that's the World Series trophy. You got to <laughs> beat you got to beat the big bad rays in order to get to the World Series. After a minor stop in either Chicago or Houston. <laughs> I think you played Super Mario. You don't jump. You don't slay the dragon. You jump over him and you get yeah. the princess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, one more thing I want to I bring up about this real quick. Um, credit to Pete Walker. Really credit to Pete Walker. We didn't talk about this, at least I don't remember if we did, about how Brandon Hyde was chirping at Robbie Ray in Baltimore and Charlie Montoyo did nothing. That is how you stand up for your player. Just like that. Just like how Pete Walker did today. That is how you do it. You, You show that your player matters to you. You have their back. That is how you do it. And so credit to Pete Walker. He deserves to be a manager. Maybe the next manager. But he deserves to be a manager. I was going to say, are you putting him in your manager spot too? Maybe. Maybe. Because <laughs> honestly, I love him as a pitching coach. But yeah, if I'm I'm sitting in Pete Walker's shoes right now, I would be seriously wondering, where, where do I go from here? And that yeah. is a legit shot. And if you see how he is with his pitchers and his players, I would not be shocked. that and he loves Toronto. Yeah. It's just how Very it is. Clearly, he's been here forever. <laughs> doesn't want to go anywhere. He loves it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it was unfortunate timing. I need, I, Ryan Barucki at the beginning of the year, if you told me that he would do that in September and potentially risk suspension in this, I'd be like, whoa, what the hell? Like, why are you doing that with Ryan Barucki? But with his injury, his season's been a little derailed. So in the end, if he's suspended, not a huge loss, but it's just an unfortunate one. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, poor timing. I actually think the biggest loss would be losing Pete Walker for a couple days. Uh, if that is the case, that is the biggest one of the potential three for being suspended, uh, especially when you need to win as many games as possible. Uh, but yeah, with that, was there any other things that you wanted to touch on the race series about uh, before we move on to resetting where we currently sit in the standings? Yeah. Random thought. If he, if Pete Walker gets suspended, does he just like go away with Hyunjin Ryu for a week and make him like an ace again? <laughs> I he would do hope. it. Do it. Absolutely. Yeah. Fix him. I will work over here. He's on the IL anyway. Yeah. Yeah. We'll go back to Toronto and we'll uh, we'll work on you and see you guys back for the Yankees series and he'll start yeah. on Tuesday. Maybe I'll well, all on. Yes. So I mentioned as we teed up this topic that I think we all expected just one win. And honestly, I think people are comfortable as of right now with just one win. A bonus win would have been awesome. Just would have helped you lower the pressure in this upcoming twin series and then Yankee series and then Oriole series. But we can't get that at this point. We win one. And that did set up the fact that the blue Jays will enter Minnesota tomorrow with both Boston and New York idle and not playing. This is the final game up the blue Jays have, or the extra game in hand that they have on both teams. The schedule is identical the rest of the way out for all three teams. Um, so, the Blue Jays right now are tied in the standings with the Yankees at half game. The Yankees have an opportunity to pull ahead by half a game should they beat Texas tonight. Still 0-0. The Red Sox are now two up on the Blue Jays with the Blue Jays lost. The Red Sox are currently up 2 nothing and looking like they're feasting on Taiwan Walker from the last oh. time they looked. Oh, 1-0 Texas. one nothing Texas? Yes. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Oh, the Red Sox was here. a damn game. I don't want this winning streak going any fucking further. Yeah, hey. <laughs> and we'll get we'll get into this. We'll get into this. This is this is what this topic is for, uh, is resetting it and seeing what they have to do against Minnesota and then what we want to have happen. It kind of bleeds into both uh, this topic. But anyways, the Red Sox look like in all likelihood, unless they melt down, they will pull up to two and a half up on the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays, again, playing tomorrow without those two teams playing, could gain that half game back. They could be two back of Boston and they could be even with the Yankees, because they have the tiebreaker, the Blue Jays would go into Friday, assuming they win tomorrow, in a playoff spot over the Yankees. So, what do they need to do against Minnesota this weekend? Every pitching matchup is in your favor when you look at it. Every single one. I know that they lost to Michael Pineda last week, and he looked good, but that's because Ryu got shelled. You still face Bradley Ober, or Bailey Ober, whatever his name is. Uh, you still face the same guy, a lot of the same guys that you did last week. And you have Mats tomorrow. You have Barrios on Friday. You have um, Robbie Ray on Saturday. And then you have Alec Manila on Sunday. So that's what we argued last week. That's your playoff rotation. Not in that order, but those are the guys that you want to go to war with. So, Craig... 
Um, everybody is kind of saying, you know what? Tough to sweep a four-gamer on the road. It is, but they did it at Yankee Stadium a couple weeks ago against a better team than the Twins, a way better team than the Twins. Um, what are you satisfied with this weekend? Obviously, they can't have a 500 series. They can't go two and two. But are you wanting a sweep to alleviate some of that pressure next week when New York comes to town, or are you more than fine with three out of four? I'm piling it on, man. They, there's no reason in hell they shouldn't be able to go into that with the with what you were just saying with how the pitching lines up yep. against them. This offense needs a catalyst because it got unfortunately uh, saddled for two of these three games. And to that point, I, this this offense had the they, they were hitting the ball pretty damn hard. There was a ball that Loris Gurriel Jr. hit so hard yesterday with I think it was Semyon on second base, right? Yeah. And that that ball was a rocket, and to watch Joey Wendell just manage to put his glove oh, up and catch that damn thing it was slightly ridiculous. So the fact is, the talent is still there for them to be able to just run run right over the Minnesota Twins, and there's no reason in hell they they shouldn't. So I really think they need to take that to get that good pacing back. Not that I think that they've been demoralized by any means. If anything, after today, the fire's been lit, boys. <laughs> so I'm actually, if I'm the t- frickin' twins, I'm actually worried about what the fuck is coming into Minnesota. <laughs> it's going to be like the, you know, the Mall of America versus the regular mall kind of thing. But, <laughs> you know, the Blue Jays being the Mall of America. <laughs> We're a minute there. But they got to. They, they have to. There's nothing around it, I don't think. Adam? I'm with you. I think that these are winnable games. If you're going to be a postseason team, these are the the games you need to win. Um, I'm willing to I'm willing to sacrifice maybe one, given that it's a four game series. Mm-hmm. I'll give them a one game buffer, but you gotta hope that if you could take three, because at worst the Yankees, yeah, at worst for the Blue Jays, the Yankees will sweep the Red Sox, right? Yeah. So at at worst you want to just keep things status quo and especially if the if the Yankees lose tonight yep. um you're you're in good shape you're still a half game um so I, I, I'm hoping for a sweep but I'll take 3 out of 4 and I I know we'll you know extrapolate a little bit more but you just need to see the Red Sox continue what they're doing <laughs> you need that to happen because I think this weekend we're all Red Sox fans yeah, so let's let, let's t- let's go to that now because I'm with you guys. I see no reason why they shouldn't be able to sweep given the pitching matchups. You got your best four going, um, and you need to, and that just helps you get to 93 wins potentially if you were to win two out of three against New York and then say two out of three against Baltimore. Um, best case, you could get to 94, 95 uh, if you were to sweep them and sweep the Orioles, but still, we don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. So that bleeds into the topic this weekend. The Yankees and the Red Sox do play each other while the Blue Jays are playing the Twins. So let's say the Blue Jays do three out of four. They're going to gain ground on one of the two or both, depending on how the series goes. So, Adam, you said we're all Red Sox fans this weekend. If that's the case, two or three good enough for you? Do you want them to sweep? Obviously, we want them to sweep. That would help them. And that would actually make for the that could potentially set up a chance for the Blue Jays to clinch in that Yankee series, depending on how they do in that series. But. If we are all Red Sox fans and we want them to win two out of three or sweep, that also eliminates the possibility of hosting the wild card game in front of potentially up to 35,000 fans, which would be really loud. I know it's not a sellout. The Blue Jays are looking for Ontario government permission to expand capacity to 35K, an extra 25, or sorry, an extra 20K, because you have to have both of your vaccinations to get in. And the Maple Leafs, the Raptors, they're planning on full capacity for Scotiabank Arena. I don't see why the Blue Jays don't get it. But anyways, um, if we say that we're Red Sox fans this series, is that us giving up on the fact that we could host the wild card game? Or is that just us being like, get in any way you can? And the easiest path there is the Yankees losing as many times as possible just so we can get in and see what happens at Fenway Park in a potential wild card game. Yeah, you 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 win by any means necessary. I don't right now. Hosting is completely secondary. I would like to. Don't get me wrong. I would like for the Blue Jays to host the wild card game. We've seen what it can do um, back in 2016. We see what this crowd can do. Yeah. I, if, if, if they're at full capacity, that'd be great. But all I really care about is getting there. Um, I, I think Fenway Park is, first of all, it's it's a balanced stadium for both teams. And I think it actually kind of favors the Blue Jays, given how much they mash the ball and they have been hitting well. And given, you know, the short porch and right and, you know, the monsters, whatever, I'm not worried about that at all. It is a relatively smaller field. 
um, especially compared to Yankee Stadium, I I don't think I'm that concerned, especially if they face the Red Sox away in a wild card game. So my I, I, attitude is just just get there. Yeah, Craig. Is it so bad if I just want them to both beat the fuck out of each other this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> I I want this. I would like like to your guys' point. Watching the Red Sox at least win the series two out of three puts us in good standing to hopefully demoralize the Yankees even further when we get to play them. But to that point, I still think we have a good chance to host that game because I still think that this Red Sox win streak was great and everything, but we've seen what they've been doing in the last month. It's been streaky, streaky, streaky. If they get on that point where they start losing again, do they tank seven games after winning nine or whatever? You know what I mean? There's a chance for the Blue Jays to be just in this conversation. Those three teams are going to beat the living hell out of each other the rest of the season. And it's going to make for a very dramatic finish, I think. But to that point, I don't see the Red Sox being able to separate during the series that much. I really think that the Yankees are going to be right in those games realistically. And I would like to see the Red Sox win those just to kind of keep where they're at. And then if the Yankees lose those two games, they're right where we are or right where they are at. And then we can run right into that same ballpark where we're closer to the record of the Red Sox after this weekend than we are to the Yankees. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know where I want to lean because I still want that chance at hosting the wildcard game. And I'm all for some chaos next week, too, because let's just say the Blue Jays do take care of business and win three out of four at Minnesota. And let's say the Yankees win two out of three uh, against the Red Sox. Then that pulls the Red Sox back down to us, too. And that also keeps the Yankees very much in it and the Blue Jays very much in it. And then it's like it's a free for all. There's two spots legitimately up for grabs. If the Red Sox win two out of three, I see no way in hell unless they absolutely collapse that they don't get in and host the wildcard game because they finish Baltimore and then at Washington as well. So they have a soft landing the rest of the way. Actually, I think it might be at Fenway, those series. Um, I could be wrong. But anyways, I think... Random side note from our yeah, yeah. Twitterverse people here. Patrick Flannery uh, mentioned that we it doesn't matter. As long as we host that wildcard game, somebody's closer is going to get left in south of the border. <laughs> so <if it> doesn't... <laughs> he's got to host that game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you never know. Well yeah, played, sir. I think... Uh, <laughs> The Red Sox winning two to three or even sweeping the Yankees, which I don't think there's going to be a sweep of either team. Uh, it'll be two and, um, or one of them. What's that? Uh, they're away. Both series. Oh, they are the Red Sox. Yeah, they're not. Yeah. At home. I mean, even still. Even and still. Well, we're also um, I don't think it was mentioned The assuming they're not going to rest people. Yankees have the Rays. Yeah, the last series. They still have them to go through, and the Rays are going to be mean to them one way or the other because they hate them. Yeah, <laughs> we're done. We're done with the Rays for we now. We saw what they did to them on Wild Card Wednesday. How many years ago? We, I'm hoping they do that same thing to them all over again. And honestly, <laughs> who, would you, who would you rather play if you're the Rays? You'd rather the opportunity of playing the Blue Jays uh, if I'm if I'm them. Kiermaier wants to out of the playoffs. Yeah, Kiermaier yeah. wants to keep them out of the playoffs, and I think at that point they they would much rather I think Boston or. The Yankees, but their preferred opponent would be the Blue Jays. So yeah. do us some favors, help us out. But yeah, Red Sox winning two or three or sweeping it. is done. That is the easiest possible path for the Blue Jays to get in. And their path the rest of the way, gentlemen, 10 games, as we've said. They got four this weekend with the Twins. Win three there, you're up to 88 wins. You win two against the Yankees, you're up to 92. You're up to 90. If you win two against Baltimore, you're at that magic number 92 that we were saying last week is what you might have to get to. Maybe you squeeze out an extra win or two at the Twins uh, and guess the Orioles, and then you're up to 94. Who knows? But it's going to be scary the rest of the way. It is going to be terrifying. And as long as the Blue Jays don't completely flop and split the series or lose the series this weekend, regardless, next week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, will in all likelihood before that final playoff spot in mud and that is going to be fun and there is the possibility that 35,000 will get in for those three games and the three Orioles games too so a potential boost and morale boost for the Blue Jays for that too playing in front of a much louder Roger Center oh man September baseball oh it's so I was saying to my dad last night guys like 2016 yes it was like this but at least they were in a spot and decently comfortable 
without a real threat of the Tigers and the Mariners over them. But this is like the first time ever that they've actually legitimately been in it, at least since I've been a fan. And that's since 2004, 2005. Uh, so this, like, we're all pretty inexperienced with this shit, to be completely honest. And people There's are a losing wild card the last time I was in this situation, just saying. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, it's going to be a stressful finish, gentlemen. Um, that is for sure. Um, any score updates, any Twitter comments from anybody? Is it still one nothing for the Rangers? Uh, take a lot a of Yankees right are now. toast yes. in our uh, Twitter feed. That's the saying. <laughs> There's a lot of what? Yankees are toast. That's a lot. <laughs> That's all it's coming through. Everybody's uh, like, the Rays are going to bury them. <laughs> it is still one nothing. top second uh, against the Rangers. Okay. I we would thought we would have been rooting for the Rangers. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah, it big, big time, actually, because that's huge. If the Yankees do end up losing, you can make that gap a game with them going into uh, with them playing the Red Sox by winning oh, yeah. tomorrow. So I would probably say tomorrow is must win. Uh, you don't drop game. They you all are. Round. They all are. But especially tomorrow, especially tomorrow. Get back even if the Yankees do win or pull ahead by a full game uh, with yes. uh, only nine to go after that. Well, Let's go on. If there's no other Twitter comments, anything else you guys want to add to picks to click and record predictions for just four games. And we'll say why in a second, why we're doing that. Um, Craig, pull out the trusty scoreboard uh, for picks to click. And we did uh, have one one. interjecting uh, comment from Patrick again is how important do you guys think the bottom of the lineup that has not been doing anything in the last couple series is going to be to the Blue Jays, uh, you know, good part here or not. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah i think that uh that opens the door for cabin here i think and this is something we were also talking about through the twitter feed is the fact that santiago espinal is actually playing in buffalo yeah. might not be right offensively boys but there is something to that fact that he knows how to get on base and he plays solid defense at third base so there's something to it and um i think adam your microphone just went muted for some reason oh my bad yeah <laughs> There you go. Uh, So, but how critical could he be for these next eight games? Maybe if he plays after this weekend. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We talked about it last week. Yeah. Offense. I mean, sorry, defensively, if they need someone at third to really, um, you know, settle it down, especially with ground ball pitchers. Yeah. He's, he's, he's very much an asset for this team. I saw Jake Lamb boot one the other night. Yeah, Jake, oh, Jake Lamb's not doing it for me anymore, unfortunately. <laughs> not yeah. enough with the bat, the bat. down. So I don't. I just want defense if it's going to be the no bat. Yeah. No, hundred percent. So, to that point, fellas, going to the picks the click sheet. I got it in front of me. Brendan, you had Marcus Semyon. Adam, you had Vladdy, and I had Bo. Hmm. Ooh. Because mm. we went all bigger on home this week. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and the catch is I don't think any of them went big or went home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I don't think we might have to put that one to a vote, fellas. Yeah, I was gonna say put it on I Twitter. Think we're gonna have to put I'm that fine one. with that. I'm fine yeah. with. That. All right, put it to just, a vote. Just to settle the, the bury the hatchet for us near the end of the week here. Yeah, <laughs> I will randomly pick somebody to go first. That's not me because I'm hosting. Uh, just go CBA. Just go CBA. Uh, yeah, true. That's, that's been the default. Yeah, yeah, Craig. Go okay. On. So, four games remember. Wait, we're if we were doing CBA, games. that means you're actually first. You're in the next host, Adam. Right? No, no, no oh, it's going CBA order. So, Craig, oh, okay. Brennan, Adam. Yeah. And only uh, remember four games, and we'll say why in a sec. Just, just, just for the <laughs> twin series. Yeah, yeah. Just wait for it. Um, I'm going to go with Vlad because of the fact that he hit them pretty damn hard in the last series. So, it was a lot of hard, loud contact, and he got the one home run and started looking like the MVP. So <laughs> there you go. All right. I am going to go with my uh, my Christmas present, uh, George Springer. The, the brace was off today. He <gasps> looks like he's getting his timing back a little bit. He looks much more comfortable running the bases. And a lot of his foul balls that went straight back or he just missed – um, he's getting his timing back, and there's been some hard contact from him. If the Blue Jays really want to make sure they get in and not have much drama, George Springer needs to get hot again, and I think he will. He seems to be that kind of guy that always comes up clutch, uh, like against the Orioles a couple weeks ago. So George Springer for me. Teo. Teo. Yeah. The big hitters. I got to hit this whole series. Yeah, <laughs> he is so just... Awesome. Under the radar. Yeah, he's not. 
just because of who else is on the team. third or fourth in the RBI race. I yeah, think he's fourth. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he is so under the radar, and it, it, he, I don't know, he puts a smile on my face. I'm gonna go tail. <laughs> How can he not? Yeah. The guy that was running around a couple of years ago, dropping sunflower seeds on everybody yeah. for Christ. Yeah. <laughs> now we got the. Jersey. Wasn't that his Players Day uh, jersey, Mister Seeds? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Um, go in the same order. I know we kind of touched on already what they need to do this weekend, but what do you actually think they're going to do this weekend in the four game series, Craig? Three and I think they're going to take three. Yeah, I really, it's the same thing as I said, last time we played the twins, they're going to find a way to cough one up. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm going three out of four as well. Uh, I too, am going to go three out of four and, uh, Craig, to your credit, he is third in RBI tail. Mm, there you go. That's probably because he got one more today. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. 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 Oh, well is there any other Real. final comments before we wrap it up guys uh yeah happy fall happy fall yeah, today right yeah, it's fall. it's officially elite season and uh get your hoodies out yes that's what i'm wearing <laughs> this for right now <laughs> meanwhile i'm still wearing a golf shirt my yeah i'm wearing incognito yeah. yankee country blue jay hiding with my blue yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, rocked I do have one other comment because yeah, there's yeah, some something baseball fun here I just have to talk about. And I think that's because there's been a passing of the torch. And I don't know if you guys saw this or not yesterday, but 50 Cent no longer has the worst initial oh, yeah. pitch ever. <laughs> Conor McGregor, all hype, wiggling and everything, and then vroom, <laughs> gone. He almost threw it in the other goddamn dugout. <laughs> so, Did you see uh, very interesting. Carly Ray Jepsen's? No, I don't think so. No. She's the girl that sings Call Me Maybe. Okay. <laughs> Was uh, this like recent or a couple of years ago? No, hold on. Let me see if I can pull it up. Uh, on, I don't know Marvel's can... new Marvel hero, Shang-Chi, did a backflip after he threw one at a Giants game cool. a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> that was cool. Yeah, if you if you look up Carly Rae Jepsen, uh, her first pitch, it is, it's terrible. It's worse than 50 cents. I don't know if it's worse oh, than if you haven't, I guess we're going to have to put that to a vote, too. Who uh, We'll put the options up. <laughs> but that Conor McGregor one, if you have not seen it for a guy that is Boy, actually bad. athletic to do that, was pretty damn bad. <laughs> yeah, oddly <laughs> enough, Carly Rae's was in um, the trop. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Let me see. Can you guys, I oh, I did see you... that. Is that the one she spikes in front of the freaking uh, yes. mound? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Can you see? I didn't know who the hell that was. Yeah, yeah, this? coming up. Oh, here we go. Go YouTube. <laughs> Doink. Yes, that's it. Actually, I do remember this now. Yes. Yeah. That's, it bounces that's, into the camera, yeah. guy. So I guess now seeing you got that up there, come on. You got to find us the uh, the Conor McGregor horrible. All right. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's a good way to say it. We can talk thing. to it. I forgot that now that with this one fun with teams and stuff, we can actually share YouTube links and I, stuff. You know, I always forget about that option of sharing shit when we're on here. So as long as it's I, on YouTube, you know. we're allowed to do whatever the hell we want on this, you know, wonderful show that we have here. Yeah, that's right. So you didn't see it, Brennan? No, I did see McGregor's. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So here you go. For <laughs> Just those... sorry, you Blue Jays Nation. <laughs> it's nowhere and close. And it's over there. <laughs> it's catchers like close. I'm going the other way. He's just <laughs> there you go. He had to do that, that on purpose. There's no damn way rough. that that's like an actual attempt at throwing it. Like, it looks like he's just ready to whip it over there. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. He went full on, like, Simber left-handed. He was all the way out <laughs> here with it. Kind of like... <laughs> I think Maybe he thought he had to throw a left hook at somebody for it before he could yeah. get it, the ball in. He wanted the Maybe he publicity. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it would have been one of those things. He would have been better off actually doing that. You know, throw the ball up like he's about to hit with a bat and just... Bam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, too funny. Baseball is uh very good right now. It is very stressful. It is welcome considering the fact that we thought the Blue Jays were dead in the water uh midway through August. They were very close to it. Uh but they are very much back in the race. Um go Rangers tonight. Mets try to make a comeback, but that being said, now that we are getting into bigger and better games, gentlemen, um, I did say we're only making picks a click for four days, and that's because we're going to switch up the schedule for the next couple of weeks for a little while, uh, at least the next two, um, depending on if they make the playoffs. So guaranteed make on Monday. Yes, yes, when they do. <laughs> but still, you have to have that door open for the possibility that they might not. But uh, I don't even want to think about that. They've Baseball gotten all of our hopes up too much. Uh, but we will be back on Monday, uh, and we don't want to um, 
take away from any of the Blue Jays and Yankees series with how big that's going to be. So that will be your Twins recap. Again, we'll probably follow a similar Adam. You're the host, assuming that the baby isn't here. Um, which is swear they're really almost, the baby. Like three, <laughs> three babies never come out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. it is your Got week. Got a happy home. <laughs> yeah, You're very very happy where she is right now, yes. but not yes. so much for your wife, unfortunately. Yeah. But. Soon enough, soon enough. But it is your week to host. Luggage out here is too much expensive after COVID. (laughs) I I would assume we'll do a lot of the same. We'll reset the standings after the four games with Minnesota, see where they're at, and preview the last six games. And then potentially, if they do make it in the wild card, when they do make it into the wild card, we will come back at you the Monday after for a wild card preview show. Don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves, but it's looking like. Hopefully, the next two Mondays, we'll be coming at you at Jaybird watching. So, you know how in the playoffs, you get all those weird start times like midday on a Wednesday and a Thursday. This is our version of that coming at you on a Monday instead of a Wednesday or a Thursday. So just getting that on everybody's radar. You go. Any final questions, comments, concerns? You want to share words of wisdom with the Blue Jays fans and leave them with that for the next four games before two claps and Ric Flair? Yeah. Download our podcast. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes, and the Blue Jays got this. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> this was the second episode since we became the official podcast of Jay's Journal. And again, as I said at the top, that is something it's we're all very proud of. Total. Fantastic, fantastic. <laughs> and uh, look out for the article that we're going to post on it. That's what we get, a part of that. So that will go out on Jay's Journal as well. Just a little summary of the show. Engage with it, share it, subscribe to the podcast. Um, and again, Stadium Scene, you guys are awesome too. So with that, Let's go two claps into Ric Flair and let's go Blue Jays to get vaccinated. Ready? Yeah. Woo! Woo! Let's, let's go, go Blue, Blue Jays. Jays. Get those vaccines. Get your vaccine. <laughs> <laughs>